Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. excited to be sharing today's episode with you. Uh, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the rest of the episodes. And the reason behind that is um, I was just like going through the website and, you know, looking at um, 155 episodes that I've previously done. And I'm feeling extremely grateful that, you know, I have been able to actually produce 155 episodes and that I have all you crazy birds actually listening to all of these episodes every single time. And firstly, I am just super, super grateful for you guys, you know, for showing up, for being there, for being so supportive. But I also want to kind of look back and, you know, um, I'm sure if anyone kind of said to me back in 2018 when I started that podcast, I can still remember I was in New York staying at this like hotel um, somewhere in New York City. (laughs) Um, It was a Hilton, like a very budget Hilton hotel. And that was actually where I released my episode. And um, it was also on literally the same day that I was able to um, get one of my art pieces in Gary Vaynerchuk's art collection. So for me, it was kind of like a woo, mind blow moment. And ever since that day, um, you know, I never really thought that I would be able to have all of these people that I've had on my podcast. You know, you kind of Um, sometimes have like this like dream list of like, you know, people who you'd like to interview or, you know, whatever it is that you do for a living. I'm sure you have like people that you would love to meet, you know, people you would love to have a conversation with. And um, for me, there, there was quite a few people. I mean, some of them was like uh, Bea Johnson that I had on my um, list that I was just like, oh, you know, if I could only just speak to Bea Johnson and, you know, talk about zero waste because she's like honestly royalty when it comes to the zero waste movement because she's like literally been there right from the start. And um, I had her on the podcast. So I was like, woo, you know, I had that one done. And then one of probably the like most iconic people who I've loved and admire, um, you know, for so many, so many years was uh, Dr. Sylvia Earle. And, you know, to kind of have her on the podcast, that was like totally mind blowing. You know, when I look back and listen to some of the stuff, I'm just like still in awe to think that, you know, um, Dr. Sylvia Earle, you know, a woman that's like shattered so many glass ceilings, um, you know, was on the podcast. And I mean, I still do have a list of people that I would love to have on the podcast. I mean, 
I am an absolute, absolute fan of uh, Elon Musk. I think, you know, um, he's done quite a lot of amazing stuff and, you know, you love him, you hate him. Um, I, I absolutely love him. Um, you know, being a little bit biased, being South African, um, you know, but I, he's definitely like for me revolutionized, um, the electric vehicle industry. I don't think we would have been at the point where we are today if Tesla was not there. Uh, so yeah, he's definitely high on the, I want you on my podcast list. <laughs> so any crazy vets that listen to this podcast and can make that happen, you know, kudos. I would absolutely, um, you know, love that, but I have been fortunate enough to actually have one of the Musk brothers companies on, um, on the podcast. And that was big green where I spoke to their president, um, you know, about the amazing work that uh, that they were doing and guys I'm gonna link all of this like up for you as well in in the show notes so that it's kind of you know easier for oops for you guys to um yeah to kind of just like know what's happening um yeah so just to kind of dig a little a little bit further um I mean I and oh gosh, I can go on with the list, but I, I just kind of wanted to go through and break through some of like my uh, top like episodes and kind of just give you guys a glimpse. If you are new to this podcast, welcome, welcome to the crazy bird tribe. I hope you guys will, you know, just walk away with so much knowledge from this podcast. That's the dream. That's the goal. And um, if at any point there's any like recommendations that you have that you're like, oh, Mariska, maybe we can work a little bit more on this or that, please let me know. Because, you know, in the end, I want this podcast to be so beneficial for you guys. It's not just me coming and talking to you guys every second week. It's really me bringing the best value for you guys that I can. So if you are new uh, to the podcast or if you are new to like zero waste living or sustainable living, you know, at completely, you, you're starting from scratch and you're like, whoo, Mariska, 100 and over 50 episodes, where the hell do I start? Well, firstly, I've got you covered. So if you are totally new, you can actually go to the website. So uh, most of you know, um, Mama Earth Talk, M-A, M-A, Mama Earth Talk.com. And you can actually go to uh, start here. So if you go onto the podcast, you'll see there's a little tab which says start here. And it's going to say three podcasts to get you started. <laughs> and you can just go and click on that. And you are going to find three podcasts um, that's going to kind of help you with your sustainable journey or starting. And the first one is one of the first episodes that I've actually recorded. It is episode two and it was back in the day when I still used to do Top Tip Thursdays every Thursday. And um, as a lot of you know, it got a little bit overwhelming with so many new podcasts. So um, again, wanted to bring you guys as much value as possible. So we kind of slimmed it down a bit. But anyway, that is one of the first Top Tip Thursdays I did and it is Living a More Sustainable Life. Actually, um, well, the title is Living More Sustainable Using the Five R's 
and uh, that just basically goes in a little bit depth and detail. I'm not going to repeat the entire episode here, but it's basically, you know, the five R's that I live by to be able to reduce um, my waste. And I would definitely recommend you guys to kind of dig in that and start with that. It's a great starting point, um, you know, and it's just like refuse, reduce, reuse, recycle and rot, which is compost. So kind of if you follow stuff in that order, it's going to help you not to purchase a lot of stuff you don't need. It's going to help you to, you know, um, dispose responsibly of the stuff that you do have. Um, and yeah, it's just an amazing episode. So definitely go and check it out. And then um, the second one that's on there is actually another Top Tip Thursday, and that's reducing waste in the kitchen, okay? And with that, with reducing waste in the kitchen, the kitchen is one of those places where we kind of created the most waste because that's a lot where, you know, um, we buy food, obviously, <laughs> every single day. A lot of that food comes in different packaging, uh, so, uh, yeah, just kind of to reduce that, but also the food waste aspect of that. So just kind of some tips to help you guys in the kitchen. So that is episode number four. And then the third one that's on that list to get you started is um, the Top Tip Thursday, reducing waste in the bathroom. And the bathroom is also, oh my gosh, such a culprit when it comes to waste because, you know, a lot of the times we buy all of these things in these small little containers or, you know, um, sometimes even the products that's in there is containing plastic, like the little micro beads and everything. So this episode just kind of, you know, dig the, a little bit deeper in some of the tips that you can do to just like reduce your waste. And I mean, guys, these were some of my first episodes. So, um, you know, in the meantime, there might have been a little bit more, um, you know, tips that I've added. Um, and also, you can always down download my free beginner's guide to waste-free living, uh, which I can also include on, um, on this episode, um, you know, in the show notes. So you can, you can go and get there. So the next three episodes, which you will see on that link, is kind of three of my uh, favorite episodes, favorite conversations that I've had. And uh, the first one was episode 143, uh, How to Save Our Oceans with Dr. Sylvia Earle. Uh, no surprise there. It was absolutely such an amazing um, conversation. And if you're sitting there and you're like, hang on, who's this Dr. Sylvia Earle Mariska has been blabbing on from the start of this podcast? Well, she is a National Geographic explorer at large. She's an internationally renowned oceanographer, explorer, and the author of an amazing book, which we discussed in the podcast, um, The National Geographic Ocean, A Global Odyssey. And a lot of people actually refer to her as like her deepness. She is such a living legend. Um, you know, and yeah, she's basically, she was uh, dubbed as Time Magazine's first hero of the planet, which is quite, quite a biggie. And she also holds like the world record for the deepest walk on the ocean's floor. 
and is a world-renowned expert marine biologist. And she's like led more than 100 oceanic expeditions and has logged over 7,000 hours underwater. I mean, she has been such an instrumental part in just like shattering those glass ceilings that, you know, women back in that day um, was facing because, you know, you either became a secretary, um, you became a nurse or you became kind of a teacher. That, that, was, that was your options or you stayed home and looked after the kids. And, you know, in that time, she just like went for what she she wanted. And yeah, the amazing work that she's like put in has made it so much easier for other women that followed. So absolutely love that conversation. And I mean, like we we spoke so much and there's like three clips, um, or sorry, four clips of this podcast episode that I just want to share with you guys. To the ocean, but I remember my first experience of seeing that vast blue space out there and it was exhilarating. I got knocked over by a wave and the ocean got my attention, but what held my attention, what has all these years, it's life in the sea, creatures that only live in the ocean. You don't see starfish on the land. There's just so many things that are out there in the sea that I was captivated and moving to Florida when I was 12, just changed everything. My backyard then was the Gulf of Mexico. So there you could hear Dr. Sylvia Earle, like just like talking about her journey. And I mean, what a phenomenal journey that has been to kind of start with that. I mean, she is just like such a phenomenal woman and to be able to achieve everything that she's done, you know, um, is just beyond mind-blowing and she's got such a passion obviously for the ocean she spent like most of her childhood in the ocean and um you know i we kind of had a little bit of a deeper delve like into you know why should we actually care about the ocean and you know what what do we need to do so the next couple of clips um is also from the interview and i just wanted to kind of share that with you guys to have a little bit of a glimpse what happened why should i care about the ocean what's the ocean ever done for me <laughs> well it keeps you alive for one thing maybe the most important thing we need the ocean but the ocean really needs us right now to take the pressure off and the idea of having protected areas in the ocean it's something that is really catching on that people are beginning to understand that we benefit when we have healthy coral reefs we benefit when kelp forests prosper we benefit when the chemistry of the ocean favors the spectrum of life as it has come to be over literally hundreds of millions of years, billions of years that is available to everyone. When I was a kid, there was no internet. There were, I remember the first Disney films about nature that I thought that were just fantastic. And then Jacques Cousteau with Silent World. And it, uh, just now we are surrounded by access to knowledge that is far more accessible than 
was the case during any time in history. So it's up to each of us to take advantage of this new, amazing capacity to dive into the past, to look around into the present, and to imagine the future. Because humans have always been able to do this in some ways, and we're not unique in that respect. I think that there are social structures in elephants that have roots in history, and they have traditions, and they pass knowledge on from one generation to the next. There's evidence that whale societies, orcas, sperm whales, and others, the, the more we look, the more we find. I absolutely just love that conversation. I mean, uh, Dr. Earl is just such a phenomenal woman. So if you, you know, enjoyed those little clips, I would highly recommend go and listen to the entire episode if you have not. So it's episode 143, um, but I will link it all up in the show notes as well. And another guest who I had on the podcast and... Um, no, that was in episode 149. And we talked about how to have energy on purpose. And that was with Indira Dechiar. De I'm sorry for butchering her surname every time, but she's such an amazing individual. Um, she's a law of attraction and mindset coach, a clinical hypnotherapist, an NLP practitioner, and an EFT practitioner. And she's also the host of the podcast energy on purpose she is um she's making it her mission to really like normalized energy work manifestation and neuroplasticity and the untapped potential of our subconscious mind to empower all women to be do and have everything that she desires this was really such a great episode because we kind of, you know, digged deep into what our energy frequencies kind of, um, you know, impacts on on us, you know, what impact it has on the, the power and the energy that we actually give out to the world. And um, yeah, it was it was just so phenomenal. And she also gave us so many like tips on how we can really like ground ourselves to actually start our own journeys with purpose. And I just want to play a couple of clips on, you know, um, from that episode to give you guys a little bit of a better understanding what, uh, what we kind of, you know, talked about. As if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. We are all energetic beings. Everything is energy. Actually, that was our very first podcast. Everything is energy, right? And if you have ever listened to anything uh, that Dr. Joe Dispenza has to say, then you would know there's a lot of like um, resemblance in what she's saying here and, you know, how we can take whatever energy that is that we are feeling, whether we are feeling sad, whether we are feeling angry, whether we are feeling like, you know, I don't have any more hope. I don't know what to do next and how you can actually transfer that to, you know, feel these um, like energy of positivity and, you know, of hope 
and it's it's just great how you know she kind of you know talks us through that and I mean a lot of the times we sit and we go through certain things and you know we might have gone through um through lots of challenges in our life and um, and this episode was really so touching for me because it was one of the first episodes where I actually really spoke about, you know, um, the passing of my father, how that influenced um, a lot of stuff that I did. And, um, you know, to kind of dig a little bit deeper in that. And there was something that she said during this podcast that probably will stick with me every single time something bad happens. And um, it was this. I do have to say that I am a big proponent that out of any tragedy, if you can look for the lesson, what can I take away from this? What can I learn? So that was really like, you know, eye opening because sometimes, you know, we sit in in a situation and whether it is, um, you know, something environmental related, whether a bill has not passed you know, whether, um, you know, someone is or a company is not going to adhere to their sustainability goals as they, um, you know, previously anticipated. Or it might be that, you know, you are going through a really, really tough time at this time, whether it was that you've lost a loved one, whether it was that, you know, you didn't get that job that you applied for, you know, whatever that is, you know, um, to kind of walk away from that and look at the lessons that, you know, you can learn from that and you can use that heartache and that, you know, kind of disappointing aspect in your life and turn it around into something that you can learn from. And that was just like really something empowering for me. And there was, I can't remember who this person was. It was um, mentioned in one of Tim Ferriss's books where, you know, um, the one the one guy kind of every time something bad happens, he would say, good, you know, okay, it's, it's good that something bad happened. And everyone was kind of, you know, um, like their minds were blown because of that. And then he would say, okay, so, you know, let's go and, do 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 it again or how do we improve that or how would we change that because it's good that we that this has happened so that we can learn from that and um yeah so I just thought that was really really interesting and then the last clip that I want to play um for from this interview with Indira is um just like some really really amazing advice that you know she gave um for us to to kind of help out in one of your most important decisions that you have made around mama earth to do the little things i think that often we get so cut up like we want to change the world start little Start in manageable things. Do things that you are going to consistently do. When we want to go big, we are working on motivation and motivation does this. So the most important thing I've done is to do little things. And I can tell you that from where I started to where I am now has improved exponentially, but it was because I did little things and I wasn't harsh on myself if I went out and I had a, you know, drink something in a plastic straw, I didn't 
judge myself for it. It happened to be there. It was at a restaurant. Mm. Do I use plastic straws? Hell no. We have beautiful stainless steel straws. Like why not do that? It's, it's reusable. It, it makes everything taste better. Why not? So I would say do the little things that you can consistently do because it's the little consistent things that you do that are going to make the difference. That's so, so true. I mean, like that was such a great um, like conversation. And if you guys found, you know, oh, I need, I need to hear some more. That was episode 149. Uh, we'll link it up in the show notes as well. Uh, great conversation. And I just kind of left that um, interview feeling so energized and just listening to Indira, you know, she always just like brings so much positivity and energy that feels that I can, you know, go further and just like continue on this journey. And definitely it is about those little steps and, you know, to take little steps every day, because if you just improve a little on something every single day, you know, over the course of one year, that is literally 365 or 366, depending if it's a leap year, percent, you know, that you will improve on something. So just do little, you don't have to do everything but just do a little. And the last one that I'm kind of going to dig deep into um, from the interviews that I um, had was with uh, an amazing fellow WA woman. Um, oh, everyone knows her as Eco with M, Emily Ehlers. She was just a phenomenal guest. And so in episode 123, uh, the title was How One Woman's Artivism is Creating a Ripple of Change. And uh, it was just so much fun to kind of, you know, dig deep in how she started. And I mean, Emily is a writer, she's an illustrator, and um, she uses kind of her like superpowers, I would say, to make heavy environmental issues feel just a little bit lighter and less terrifying because let's face it, you know, sometimes when we listen to some of these stats and, you know, issues, we are like, how can we ever comprehend what's happening or even try to break it down to actually find solutions? And she really focused on that solutions and storytelling and squeezes like a really a lot of like hope and humor and puns in her work. And her story has been shared like globally and she's very known for her like bright and busy designs. And I'm sure if you don't know her by name, if you see one of her drawings, you probably know exactly who she is. And we actually spoke about, you know, some of the things um, that can feel so overwhelming. And I just want to kind of, you know, share some of those clips from the interview with you guys. Well, I mean, I'm a visual learner and I just, the, these topics, they're so heavy. Lots of them have, I mean, we've all seen campaigns where it's like animal cruelty and you're seeing these terrific images and I think they're very important, but I also think that they can scare people off. And I have a stupid sense of humour, so I also <laughs> just kind of wanted to take these big issues and kind of like break them down 
make them easier and more approachable for people to kind of get involved and just kind of stopping that thing where people get so overwhelmed that they don't even start because I think take uh, try do everything you can but not get annoyed at yourself for not doing everything. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so intertwined. You can't be perfect. That was such an amazing conversation and, I mean, like we – we had so much fun talking about even like M as like what superhero she would be. And also just like some, some of these deep things that, you know, we, we, we are faced with. And I just love how, you know, she kind of tied in with what Indira said, you know, and, you know, try, it's like the little things and try to do everything that you can. And that is so important. Everything that you can but don't get annoyed with yourself for not doing everything because sometimes we can feel like we have to do everything. We need to do all the beach cleanups. We need to go and make sure all of our products that we buy is eco-friendly. We need to make sure that, you know, we drive to six different stores to buy our groceries just to make sure everything is, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, so I think, you know, at some point we need to also realize we need to do stuff that, that, it, that we are capable of. We need to, you know, think that make things a habit and just like continue with this journey and, you know, not get really annoyed with ourselves when, you know, someone else that's been on this eco journey for about eight or 10 years is doing every step and we are only barely getting the first five right. So I think that is so, so important for us, you know, to just do the little things, do whatever it is that you can and just like enjoy the journey as well because there's no point in, you know, feeling so overwhelmed every single day. Do what you can. So guys, those were the three episodes. I mean, gosh, there's so many other episodes. Um, I'm going to link in the show notes just to like a couple of the guests that I, you know, and I'm just going to kind of keep it to like the last 60 episodes because, you know, otherwise we're just going to be here whole day going through stuff. Um, but I mean, I had a great conversation in episode 139 with Patrice Jones and he is like such an amazing environmentalist. He also is a very, very well-known actor um, from Netflix Lock and Key. So if you if you um, quite like that. <laughs> Um, check out that episode we talk about you know one movement uh, where he's the CEO of which is a great company that's giving back um, as well as have a super awesome um, water bottle and they also have Catherine Kellogg on their team which we also interviewed way back in the beginning of the podcast so definitely check that out I mean I spoke with Stuart Anderson in episode 135 and he is one of the co-founders with his son, Asida, uh, for the Flow Hive. And such a great conversation. I mean, um, I have actually seen a Flow Hive in person and our family has bought one for their farm. So we were able to get some honey a couple of months ago. And goodness, it is just phenomenal. And it's great how someone who would not normally actually be a beekeeper has now found, you know, his love and passion in beekeeping. So absolutely love that. So definitely recommend if you um, want to give that one a go. 
I mean, gosh, I spoke with an amazing farmer, Mohammed, um, from my farm, Dubai, in episode 133. He is doing phenomenal work in the UAE, you know, growing plants actually in the desert, which is really, really hard. Another fun episode was with uh, Becca Schoen, uh, episode 132. And she is actually uh, the wife of very well-known Joshua Fields Milburn, if that name sounds familiar. He's the other half of The Minimalist. And she wa- she's a registered dietri- uh, dietitian. And I just love how, you know, she kind of talked about her minimal wellness as well as, you know, kind of that minimalist um, thing in everything in her life, which is so phenomenal. Um, so that was such a great conversation. Uh, episode 128 with Matt Homewood. That was a great one to um, tackle some of the awarenesses of like food waste. Because um, you don't really realize how much food get wasted from the supermarkets. How much of those foods goes on the shelves. And then um, some of these stores absolutely do, no- do not do any discounts at all. And um, they will just throw it out. So when the um, the due date or best before date or whatever comes, it's gone. So um, what I've recently started doing, um, you know, after having this long conversation with Matt, is uh, we literally live like 50 meters away from two uh, quite big like supermarkets. And um, but they like stuff. Um, that they throw out in the evening, that their bins is locked, so you can't actually have access to that. Otherwise, I would have become super dumpster diver. Um, But what they do is, so they close at around 9 p.m. at night. So from around 8 p.m., they start marking stuff off, like a lot. So, you know, you would normally pay for like a two liter of milk, like say $4, and they would mark that off to like 30 cents. Okay, so it's obviously it's going to go off sooner. But so what I like to do is, um, you know, obviously it does come in packaging, but I would then um, purchase those milk and then freeze them immediately. So when I come home, I would like kind of put it in like small little 500 mils containers because that's kind of the more or less the size that I would use if I'm cooking with it or if I'm, you know, making like a very lovely South African milk tart, um, which I love. Um, And it's always great, you know, whenever I need to bake something for a neighbor, then I know, oh, you know, I've got some milk still left from there. And also, especially with um, other types of food, the vegetables, I feel sometimes is not the best quality, but if I can make a sauce or something out of it, I'll do that. So yeah, definitely, that was that was a great conversation. I mean, I had Alex Stewart in episode 126 talking about, you know, low-tox life and um, just like how we can reduce toxins in our life. Such a great conversation as well. And um, if you are in Australia, you would have probably heard about one million women i'm sure if you are globally as well you might have heard of natalie isaacs and i spoke with her in episode 119 and it was just such a great conversation how you know her journey started and you know how she wanted to help one million women and they've actually now surpassed you know on some of the accounts with that 
And it was just great talking about, you know, how how women can make an impact. And yeah, great, great conversation. And I honestly cannot finish this list of amazing people without mentioning episode 107 with Anna Marie Bono. Um, a lot of you might know her rather by her um, social handles, which is Zero Waste Chef. And she's just been living plastic free since like 2011. So she's been doing it way, way, way. <laughs> and it was just phenomenal to actually have that conversations with her and also have her like give us some tips of, you know, what staples do we keep in our pantry, for example. So go and check it out, episode 107. And I mean, gosh, there is still so many. I would, I would recommend if... You've listened to a lot of these and you're still like, Mariska, 155 episodes. I don't know where to go next. Let me know and I can recommend some more for you. But I would recommend start with those if you're new to the podcast. If you kind of missed some of these episodes, go and listen to them. Um, it was just great conversations. And as you might know, I hope you know, <laughs> with the guest, with each guest, I always... Um, like kind of say, you know, this is the final five. So I thought to end off this episode, what I'm going to do is do the final five questions. But instead of doing it, asking it for a guest, it's going to be my answers because I have sometimes been getting that from you guys, you know, asking like, oh, Mariska, you always ask everyone like, what is their so favorites like or like one social media account or publication that they follow, but like, what is yours? And so, um, yeah, I'm going to dig into that. And um, yeah, and the first one is, what is one social media account or publication that I follow? And I actually going to say three three accounts because I absolutely love them and the first two is not really related to sustainability um they are just there to provide me with like a aha uh -huh, feel good and some humor so the first one is Sam Ryder so he came second with the Eurovision but I've been following him for way um way back you know when he started singing with this like green little lamp in the background. Um, his stuff is amazing. So he's definitely one um, that I love to listen to. I just find his voice is amazing. I And his whole journey, you know, from being from zero to where he is today, it's just been amazing. The second one is Trevor Noah. Um, again, a little bit biased of the South African. Um, and that he's got one of my art pieces as well, but he's just a amazing human. Absolutely love his stuff. And he's got a combination of like, you know, some a little bit more serious like news stuff that is um, on his his like social media accounts, but also funny stuff. So, you know, sometimes when I just like feel like a good laugh or something, I would go on to his um, like social media and it's just amazing. And when it comes to like sustainability aspect, one person who I just love and adore and I spoke about her earlier is Eco with M. Um, Emily is just fantastic and her social media just kind of leaves me with a smile on, on my face every time as well, but also giving me some like really hope and um, great content. 
Now, the second one is what is your hope for Mama Earth going forward? Now, my hope is that we just all take a moment to just like breathe, reflect and do whatever it is that we can actually do to help out Mama Earth. You know, no matter how big or how small that thing is, every single thing that we do matters so much. And the third question, what advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? Well, crazy birds, I would say try to make one change that is more sustainable and try to like lay down the foundations this week to that change so that that change can form part of your daily habits. So whether it is setting up a recycling station or finding out more about recycling so that you can recycle better, uh, whether it is, um, you know, getting beeswax wraps and or, you know, get some containers organized so that you no longer use cling film or whether it is organizing a reusable water bottle or a filter system for your home so that you can just top up from tap water and actually refill your reusable water or um, if it is starting compost. I mean, pick pick stuff for you. This is for you. Um, pick one, lay down the groundwork, um, the foundations and take it from there. The fourth one is what is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? Now, this one is really related to more like water. As uh, a lot of you know, I do love to work with an organization called Search for Water, who I also had on the um, podcast previously. And it kind of links to that. So um, like a hot water faucet that leaks one drop per second. So it's just one drop per second can add up to 165 gallons or 625 liters of water per month. So that is more than the average person uses in two weeks. And that's just one leaky faucet. So I would really recommend, I mean, another thing for the things to do this week is maybe go and have a look to see if any of your faucets are leaking to fix that because that's a lot of water that's being wasted. And where can people find you? So that's an interesting one, obviously, on the podcast. Anything podcast related, mamaearthtalk.com. And if it's anything like art related, so anything from my Trash to Treasure art pieces, that is all at designbymariska.com. And on social media, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube under Zero Waste Mariska. And on Twitter, it is designed by Mariska. <laughs> well, guys, that is literally a wrap for the episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it and, like, you know, just loved hearing the flashback, you know, from the last how many ever episodes. And if this is something that you guys, you know, have enjoyed and you would maybe like me to do a recap every like 20 episodes or every 10 episodes or every 50 episodes, please let me know, you know, reach out. And I would love to know, 
you know, so that I can just like help you guys out uh, more. Anyway, I hope you guys have a super fantastic day wherever it is that you're listening this from. And um, just just keep keep on doing what it is that you're doing and whatever it is that you do, whether it's big or small, every step that you take in the right direction is one step closer. So just keep that in mind. And I'm sending you so much love. Hope you have a fantastic day. And that's a wrap. Huge thank you for our amazing guest for being on the podcast and for sharing their journey with us. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them and I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes, so if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them. Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms and they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best way to get in contact with me would probably be a DM on Instagram. You can either send it to my personal, which is at Zero Waste Mariska, or the podcast, which is at Mama Earth Talk. Or send me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday. So make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.